Hello, hello. <laughs> hello, my darlings. I am so happy to be here with you. I really wanted to talk about um, the topic of jealousy. We're going to call this one alchemizing jealousy because it's really something else. All right. So I'm just going to dive into it. I took notes. We're going to see if they distract me or keep me in flow. I don't usually like notes, but, you know, I had a lot of thoughts on this topic because I'll be real. I went through it. I know a lot of us go through it. We look at others and we just feel so much of this heaviness and this like, oh, like I wish, you know, that kind of a energy or attitude and sometimes it manifests as like being a hater and i'll for once say i've been there too <laughs> i i'm you know the journey of spirituality requires you to be real with yourself and you know it's very freeing when you do that you know your heart is open to yourself it's open to others and when you're open you receive so in me admitting I was a hater, I'm able to receive what that really means and the stories, realizing the stories I was telling myself and keeping myself from what I really wanted. So we're going to be open. We're going to be honest with ourselves and we're going to laugh along the way. Okay. So a little backstory. I've been up because... I couldn't really sleep. My mind was going really fast, so I just got up. And um, because I realized if I'm up and awake and I try to force myself back to sleep, I'll start to feel anxious. And so I've been up since 4.50. My alarm goes off at, I think around six. And um, I've been doing this thing where I'm basically on my ass all day. This is my first time doing it, but it's great for procrastinators like me I'm still you know healing through that and realizing what that really means and so I thought me keeping tabs on myself every time I do something I write it down okay I think it was I think this is a practice from I don't know if it's from Atomic Habits by James Clear or it might be from the book Essentialism which is another book I'm reading, just about how to be more conscious with what you're doing and what you're thinking about. And I've already noticed, like even it's 624 right now. The last thing I wrote down was at 617 AM starting podcast. So, and also you're supposed to write down your feelings. And I wrote down, I was feeling a little anxious because I want this to come out like really good and like, transforming because this information for me was just that so that's how I was feeling so I've been writing everything down like literally you know turned lights on feeling good um, set timer for a seven minute meditation at 455 at 503 stop timer feeling a little anxious with stillness uh, 503 making bed feeling anxious but awake 506 a.m <laughs> feeling anxious brushing teeth 
turned up heat, put on tea kettle, chanting, I'm in this moment, butterflies fading. So much awareness in that. So I'm going to do this all day. And it also keeps me on track with what I'm doing with my time. Because honestly, like me doing this in itself makes me want to not deviate from what I know I should be doing next because I know I gotta write it down <laughs> and so of course I got a really vibey journal so that makes me feel like so you know like I want to write in it but me writing in it tells me that I'm not on track so all of it's really good I'm feeling really good so we're gonna get into it okay alchemizing jealousy which means we're transforming jealousy into something else and realizing what it really is okay we don't gotta feel bad about it it's it's an indicator all our feelings are indicators and they want to move us in a direction that feels very flow and harmonizing with our world in the world that we want to exist in okay a lot of the times we're living in a world that's very default we're just defaulting back to how we've always been thinking, how we've always been living, habits we've just always had. And that is like very dimming to your purpose, your callings, what feels good, what you actually want to do. It's just very cloudy. It's a cloudy way to live. Okay. So one of those things that can keep us in a fog keep us off track is jealousy okay so basically i define it as looking at someone else and identifying something in them you feel you don't have or feel like you can't have whether it is in appearance or abilities okay so looking at someone else and wanting to look like them or looking at someone else and just seeing how much they've achieved over time and you looking at them and just feeling like that is something that you can't have or embody right so those two sides of the spectrum like physical appearance and abilities are very different ways of um perceiving jealousy because obviously you looking at someone who looks a certain way and you feeling like you want to look like them you've associated looks with a certain feeling right you feel like if you looks like them then i'll be happy then i'll be desirable then i'll be you know top choice you know what i mean so you've associated yourself with thinking if i look like this then i will feel dot 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 which is very secondary <laughs> and looks are very um <laughs> i want to say looks happen to be on a lot of times on trend you know so when you associate a feeling you want to feel with looks it's very um it's not stable right because the quote-unquote trend of looks is always changing i remember i don't know where i saw like 
they were talking about eyebrows and i'm big on eyebrows because <laughs> i just feel like i like them <laughs> so but anyway i just feel like, yeah that's just it i like eyebrows and mine are very light so ooh. so for me that's something that i just feel good in it's not that i'm comparing myself we have to be conscious of if we're comparing ourselves or if it just feels good for us right so that's something i have to be conscious of too because i used to go around and be you know comparing myself to oh my gosh your eyebrows are so naturally like full and i love it right and so i'll look at my eyebrows and be like oh i wish i had fuller eyebrows but over time i just realized that i i was never happy in comparing myself so i had to accept myself and just know i like eyebrows because they make me feel like my face is finished <laughs> you know what i mean and not looking out to someone else and being like oh i wish i looked like that i wish i had natural eyebrows like that you know what i mean so you have to make sure that you love you either way and not using not putting yourself down because of a comparison that you're making and so back to like you know finding feelings in beauty or comparing yourself to beauty it's it's not stable to depend your worth on the way that you look to look at someone else and feel like you are less than because of not looking like this person who may be getting certain attention or certain um favoritism because of how they look okay it's just very i don't want to say superficial because you know we live in a very you know physical world where physicality is very much so you notice it <laughs> right but it's that knowing of being able to come home to yourself and feeling like i am dot 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 i am enough i am beautiful i am at home in my body i feel safe in my body you know it's about cultivating a space within yourself that is isn't um criticizing but loving and just comfortable right so know that if you are looking out into the world and seeing someone else who looks a certain way and then you feel less than because you don't look like that or you feel jealous of that person for looking a certain way know that there is a feeling attached to that wanting okay because honestly, the person could look like anything, you know? I feel like, well, I know society sort of has a image of what is beautiful and then we measure ourselves up or down to this image that society has deemed beautiful. <laughs> That's what we're doing and we can't, 
we can't use so much energy in that comparison game because again it'll change eventually right having really skinny eyebrows was so in i don't know when like in 70s or 80s or whatever and now it's the bushier eyebrows that are so in and then you know body shapes and types you know having a fuller figure is um definitely coming back which i feel is stunning and before like in the middle like that wasn't such a place where people wanted to be right it was very petite very tiny right so you have to feel comfortable call your energy back be with yourself and say why do i want to look like that what is the feeling that i am attaching to looking like that right is it that i want to feel desirable do i want to feel seen okay i want to feel desirable or seen and i feel like if i look like that i will feel desirable and seen but that's not how it works honey you have to feel that within yourself first when you start to see yourself for who you are when you start to address and look at those feelings that bubble to the surface first when you start to feel jealous look at that feeling and really tap into what is the story i'm telling myself that makes me feel undesirable and unseen that in itself is solving the seenness okay because we're all wanting to be seen that is in some kind of way that's just you know that's just what it is human beings want to feel seen but it all starts with seeing yourself first which is all in seeing your feelings first seeing begins with feelings okay and in a society that doesn't really honor or see feelings as importance that is why we look to the outside world and look to other people to quote unquote see us like do you see me working hard <laughs> do you see me doing all these things for you do you see me um you know working my ass off right do you see how much i've grown right but do you see you doing those things or are you just doing it for someone else to see you right because if we're doing it just for someone else to see us then that is a lifestyle of proving and chasing and not feeling enough so we've entered the not enough cycle but when you can find sanctuary in yourself and knowing in yourself like girl i see you i see you waking up early and doing your mini workout <laughs> I see you um, not um, reacting but responding to people. Oh my gosh, I see you journaling every day. I see you wanting to feel more at home in yourself. Girl, go ahead. I see you taking so much pride in how you look and how far you've come. That is radiancy. That is vibrancy. That's vibrating so high. That's telling yourself that you are so full and everything else is extra, right? So, I'm gonna look back at the notes to make sure um, I'm staying on track here, okay? So jealousy is really an indicator of admiration, 
okay? We're admiring something in someone else. And it turns into this heavy heaviness in our bodies when we feel like we can't have that. That we feel like, you know, it's only for them and not us. That's not something I can have. That's not a lifestyle I can live. But I'm so jealous because they are doing it. Right? They are being it. And so that is a big realization. That's the game changer. So when you start to feel that trigger in yourself, notice what stories are what stories you're telling yourself that's keeping you from living that way and being that way. Because it's a feeling you're associating with their appearance. What feeling are you associating? with looking that way right i know for me especially in school looking at other girls and just feeling so like oh my gosh she's so pretty and all the boys like her and <laughs> um i look nothing like that and i started to not like myself i'm like ugh, ugh. <laughs> i love you now Bria. like you know we had to go through that but um you know what i mean and it's so important to recognize it's the feeling because that girl who was getting all this admiration and was, you know, so desired in school, I had to realize and know, which I did later on, she could have looked like anything, right? But it was the way people were responding to her that I liked, right? It was the way... People were just like flocking to her. Like people loved being around her. I associated it with the look, right? I associated it with her appearance. But she could have, again, she could have looked like anything. And so that's when we get down to that energy. It's the energy. That gave me chills a little bit on my neck. It all comes back to energy right because her energy was in the vibration of i know i'm cute <laughs> right whether or not she saw someone in a music video that looks like her or whatever and she associated herself with that and came to school like y'all know that girl that looks like me was in the music video and i look like her so i'm confident now i feel good about myself now right that's all it really is until there's, you know, another girl in a different music video that looks totally different from her. And then the other girl is the hot commodity. I don't like music videos, really. <laughs> like, growing up, looking at music videos, they did not make me feel good at all. So I don't watch them. So, but that's just me. Um, but just stay conscious of the media and all that that you're taking in. And um, just know that... It's appearance is very, it's fluctuating. And if you're looking to that to feel a certain feeling, then you're never going to feel stable in your body. You're never going to feel um, enough, really, if your appearance is completely dependent on, you know, what's popular now, what's desirable now right that's why coming home to yourself it's so freeing 
where you can just look at yourself and decide, you know what? I feel good. You know what? I'm going to show up in my fullest today because I am so loving to myself. I am so nurturing to myself. I provide myself the feelings I used to source from other people. And everything outside of that is such overflow. Right? Oh, my gosh. That feels so good for me to say. Okay, I'm like doing my affirmations as I'm on here. <laughs> that's part of my list. That's, that's going to be in the, you know, that's going to be in there. Okay, so realizing that, okay, it's the feeling. The feeling that we're associating with things outside of us, like appearance, okay? And so on the other side of that, there is... Um, feeling jealous of a certain level of success, okay? So, in looking at that, success is very, hmm, it depends on the person. You can define success however you want to. You can define it as, you know, having a family, as buying a house, as, you know, waking up with your alarm clock. <laughs> You can define it as, you know, not engaging in negative self-talk for two hours. You know, success is very dependent on you in your journey. But again, when we look to the outside world, we can get sidetracked and we can begin to borrow other people's version of success because of how it looks, right? And so, in looking in that, we're not getting the full story. We're just getting the story that they want to tell us, and we're receiving the stories that we are telling ourselves about them being successful, right? So, we, when we look out into the world, and, you know, our society defines success as you know, wealthiness, right? Having a lot of money or having a family, like one of those kinds of things. It's like money, family, career, um, oops, sorry guys, um, freedom, right? There's all kinds of ways you can define success, okay? So you have to find a definition of success that feels good for you. Call your energy back into yourself. Take a deep breath. Hand over your heart and ask yourself, what does success feel like to me? For me, what came up was rest. <laughs> oh, girl, I didn't even know that was going to come up because I'm doing it too. For me, that is rest because I feel like I associate success with overdoing, overthinking, um what else overdoing overthinking over everything and that's an exhausting way to live right and i know for me and i think it was in what book was it it was in it was in an abraham hicks book that and i'm sure i talked about it before that we overcompensate our doing when we don't believe that we can have what we want or when we don't believe we when we don't believe in ourselves when we don't believe in ourselves we overcompensate with our doing 
okay? So when you have a strong belief that I am successful because I am, you call your energy back. You're not gonna go out and, you know, prove to others that you're successful through, you know, over, what's a good example? Like, taking on oh so many shifts to prove to your boss that you're the one worthy for the position. Or, you're not going to, hmm, you're not going to feel like you need to overdo in your relationships to prove that you are, you know, worthy. Maybe successfulness equals worthiness to you, right? Or, what's another good example? You're not going to feel like you need to prove to the world by posting on social media that you did this, 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 and this today from a proving energy that you are successful, right? Because you can do all those things and not feel like you're proving something to somebody. You know how that feels. <laughs> I know how it feels. It feels very like forced, like look at me and look what I've done. Did you do that today? <laughs> That's what it feels like. But when you call your energy back, and you just want to share just to share. You can feel that in a post too. You can feel that in a picture. You can feel that in a profile picture. You can feel that in a post. You can feel that in a piece of content, right? So when you call your energy back and just share just to share and be just to be, you are attracting an experience that is more loving because that is showing love to yourself that is you feeling held in yourself so you're going to attract experiences where you feel held where you feel safe where you feel supported but when you're out there like trying to prove yourself to the world and doing all these extra things just to say look what i've done and i did it all by myself you're going to continue to live through that filter you're going to continue to live through that lens of being where you're continuing to do life by yourself and that's a hard way to live to be honest i've had my portion of time in that existence because people glamorize i did this by myself i worked hard and i struggled some and look what i've accomplished and that's why people want to you know show like show off in that energy because it was hard right because they didn't ask for help and all these things but that lifestyle is not it's not for your body because i just always go back to what stress can do to the body what overworking does to the body and in comparison what does flow do for the body it does so much more right your body wasn't made to overdo and to overthink. That's where anxiety comes in. That's where depression comes in. That's where addictions come in. That's where high blood pressure comes in. That's where um, all these things come in, which aren't supportive to you being who you want to be, right? So you 
have your own definition of success. Do that exercise, trust what comes up first, and just know that in honoring that, you are releasing yourself back into the world. You have all your answers. You gotta trust it and you gotta be, I wanna say courageous because feelings are very um, tender to a lot of people. There's a lot of tender spaces in your heart space, okay? So that's why I'm here if you ever want um, help in your journey because I, I get it, I get it. And I love feelings. So be honest with what your version of success is, okay? Because it feels different. It looks different to everyone. And start where you are. Begin to cultivate a lifestyle that holds that feeling, okay, of what success is. For me, it's rest, which I, like I said, I didn't know that feeling was going to come up. But I feel like it's like mental rest. And so that's why, now that I'm thinking about it, me wanting to <laughs> document every move I make is me honoring that feeling of rest. Because I know for me, when I procrastinate, my mind is going really fast. And by the end of the day, I'm thinking to myself, Bria, you didn't do this, 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 and this. So what you been doing? What you been doing? <laughs> What have you been doing? And so then I'm like stressed and I'm overthinking and I'm regretting and all these feelings. And so I'm honoring my soul, my callings by listening and by doing what feels good for me to do, right? It may not be easy, but it's always very simple. It always is very, very simple. Like me getting up this early, right? Like me documenting everything that I'm doing. It's all very simple things. You get up, you write it down, <laughs> right? But it's our, it's our egos. It's those feelings that want to keep us in predictability and in the knowing. But nothing new happens in our comfort zone okay nothing new happens in our comfort zone and our comfort zones can feel very ugh they can feel very stagnant and you know frustrating but it's comfortable it's a comfortable thought process that you go through when it's comfortable you know whether it's enjoyable or not the ego loves to be comfortable so once you step outside of that, like even me documenting this, I feel a little anxious documenting my every move, you know, because it's new, right? So, yeah, so it's so important. Know that when you feel jealous, it's just an admiration, okay? So get quiet and honor the feeling that you're desiring to feel when this feeling of jealousy comes up, right? For me, I know that I was very jealous of productive people, <laughs> right? And not in, in an overworking kind of way, but just sticking to their to-do lists, right? Which also means 
creating a to-do list that is realistic not you know setting the bar so high on yourself that you end up you know what's a good word disappointing yourself right but having an attainable to-do list that keeps you feeling good and also keeps you consistent so having one or two things like these are my priority everything else is extra put the rest um scattered through the week right not having like 10 things on your to-do list and <laughs> feeling so drained and wanting to honor that feeling of yes i struggled i i worked really hard and i deserve this right not honoring that space because that's a space we're wanting to move out of we want to know that we feel held and supported and also we want to honor what vibration we're in what feelings are we living in because living in i worked hard i deserve this means that you'll always attract more experiences where things will be harder than what could be right you'll have a focused lens on I need to work hard. I need to do it this way because if I don't work hard for it, then I don't deserve it, right? If I don't struggle for it, then I don't deserve it. And that blinds out all the other possibilities of where this task that took you two hours to do on your own, you could have asked for help and it could have been 15 minutes, right? And in the rest of your time, the hour and 45 minutes, you could have been in such ease and flow, you know, watching that movie you've been putting off or, you know, getting that laundry done, <laughs> taking yourself out for like some soup, <laughs> whatever it may be. You could have been honoring you and your energy, feeling good that you're so supported. The universe wants you to feel supported. You are a being that is very heavily connected to everyone else anyway. So when you shut yourself off from receiving, right, you're out of harmony. And that's why struggling and working hard, it doesn't feel good, really. <laughs> it doesn't feel good in doing that. It's just a way of you you know, honoring your quote unquote deservingness, but you came here deserving. You flew into this 3D world deserving, right? It's society and the beliefs you're holding, the stories you're telling yourself that make you feel like you need to work in order to deserve, right? So that's a mindset shift in itself. And also, you know, even feeling like you need to work hard for love or in relationships like how much is you know enough am i proving my worthiness of this relationship or am i overdoing or you know am i not doing enough right should i keep working at it and that's something only you really know right you know how you want to feel in a relationship you need to know that you don't have to settle <laughs> right because you attract what you are relationships are beautiful mirrors into what we can balance in ourselves okay 
is a balancing act. Relationships are a balancing act. Being with ourselves is a balancing act between our thoughts, feelings, and actions. Know that your, you and your relationship is, how should I say? Like the way that you are will be reflected into who they're being, okay? It's, um, yeah, it's really just like a mirror. So if you feel like you're not doing enough and the other person is just receiving, receiving, receiving all of what you're giving, giving, giving because you don't feel like you are enough, take note of how that feels for you. How does that feel, right? Is that something that you want to continue living in? Because I guarantee you, once you decide, and I'm getting chills because I've been through it. Once you decide that you are enough and that you don't have to overdo anymore, a lot of your surroundings will shift and change because you'll stop overdoing. You will, you naturally will because you'll realize that you overextending yourself to prove something to someone else is not necessary anymore. I am enough as I am, right? I am deserving of receiving. I don't need to do something in order to receive. I don't need to overextend myself in order to feel worthy. I am worthy. And in that energy, you feel full and everything else is extra. And that person who may be, you know, really good at receiving, right? Because you're giving from a place of, I'm not enough, I need to prove to you that I am enough by doing, doing, doing. When you stop giving, 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 they're not going to feel, you know, balance either <laughs> they're not gonna feel like they're getting what they want from this relationship anymore and then they're gonna have to balance themselves or you know you guys could work together in in um in rebalancing each other or they may have to go to someone else that still will honor you know their ability to receive you know what I mean so know that there is more to have right what's coming is so much more vibrant and aligning than what has passed don't you don't need to cling okay but naturally let the shedding happen because you never know that person that you know was so good at receiving may start to look at you and be like oh my gosh she's so different now i want to be that way too i want to you know be with this person and grow let's grow together right but if that person is saying you know what you're not giving me <laughs> what you used to and you know I need to go find someone else that will continue to do that for me let them go on right 
let them honor where they are in their life. You don't need to be there, you know, you don't need to be that person telling them what to do or what they should do, because I've been there too. Um, just let them go. They're on their own journey and you need to honor yours, right? It's a learning experience, okay? So honor where you are and where you want to be because you wanting to be somewhere else is an instant shift. It's just you starting to be that person. Like the exercise, like put, putting your hand over your heart and asking yourself, what does success feel like? And living in that, cultivating a lifestyle that holds that feeling instead of holding the feeling of I'm not enough hold the feeling of like me is rest which means I'm not overextending I'm resting in myself and I'm just being Briera <laughs> and everything else shifts around me into a life that holds rest for me Right, and it's a continuous growing growth curve, right? It'll start to, my life will start to look different. Your life will start to look different with whatever that feeling feels like for you. And the more you hold, hold, hold that feeling, the more that, you know, life is always bending in your favor but it'll bend in your favor in your favor and <laughs> not bending in your favor by default right so i know this was kind of like a tangent but i feel like i had to say that um yeah it's all very simple my beautiful it's all very simple it's just about following it honoring the flow not clinging, moving with it, moving with it, moving with it, moving with it. <laughs> and having a home to come back to, which is in yourself. That feels good, feels loving, feels supportive, feels exciting. And knowing that you're here to continue to arrive in yourself arriving more into yourself and arriving more into yourself and arriving more into yourself and that takes honoring how you feel that's all it really takes that is all it takes honoring how you want to feel and putting the blinders up to opinions and people that are telling you otherwise surround yourself with people who measure their lives the same as the way you want to measure yours. So if you wanna, like me, measuring my life upon rest and not overthinking, my social media has changed, the people I follow has changed um, on social media, the music I listen to has changed, right? The books I read, well, that's always been that way. <laughs> They're always about, you know, calm yourself down Briera. um the people i talk to have has changed right relationships have changed everything changes when you decide the universe is reacting to you it's not doing anything you know without your vibrational consent <laughs> 
being in that vibration, right? And knowing that, and not to say like curveballs won't happen, of course they will, but it's all about knowing where you want to be most of the time. Because all, all you have are your thoughts, feelings, and actions, right? So when things happen, come back to that and realize that the universe is still responding to you. Be gentle with, your, with yourself in the process, but know that the universe is responding to you in how you respond, okay? We're taking, you know, beautiful, graceful, radical responsibility for our lives and how we want to feel, not depending on others, right? Not depending on others to provide us this feeling, but coming into it that I know how to be happy. I know how to be, you know, feel safe. I know how to feel held, right? And that is also giving to the universe, right? That's seeing the universe in all the ways that it's already supporting you. And when you give, you receive. That's why gratitude is so important. It's an energy exchange with the universe as well. Like, thank you so much for this comfortable bed I was able to sleep in. Thank you so much that I woke up and my power was working. Thank you so much for the money I was able to fill my gas tank up. Thank you so much for holding me in this existence and thank you so much for all the guidance that comes when i trust in flow and i trust in where i am in this life thank you so much thank you so much for this chai i'm about to drink thank you so much for you know showing me that i can have what i want thank you so much for showing me that i can feel good right here right now thank you so much for guiding me to a place where I can rely on myself and with my feelings and I don't have to go out and chase and prove myself to someone else to feel like I'm deserving of feeling loved. Ugh, my gosh. You guys, I love you so much. I wanted to put this out there. This ended up being a lot longer. I gotta put it in my journal. <laughs> I'm gonna do another podcast on my progress through the day of me being on my ass that's what i should have called this um this exercise being on my own ass because that's what it really is okay you know i am here for you i love you have a beautiful 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 existence in whatever timing it is for you right now and you are so held and loved I love you so much. I will talk to you very soon.